Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm resident Maslow as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, how are you doing tonight? I actually just kind of had an existential crisis. Oh, really? Because I, re- well, I realized, I haven't even thought about it, but, like, I'm always, like, every single episode, all, you know, I think this is 93, like, all 90, well, 92 of the 93 episodes. But in a few months, that's not even going to be true. Because I'm not going to be living in New York anymore. So I actually am stressing out now. Hmm. That That is something. That is something to think about. We're going to have to have a very uh, deep talk about the creative decision. Yeah, there will be an um, adult conversation to be had. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have a, a very big sit down about this. It's it's gonna be the it's gonna be about the creative direction of the show moving forward. Yeah, it's the biggest change in in three years. I don't fucking know. We haven't even been around three years. <laughs> it's it hasn't even been two years yet. No, it hasn't been two years yet. Kind of no. coming up though. That's kind of crazy. In like three months. Three months is gonna fly by with no sports. So. Is it? How is the first two gone? Actually, pretty fast. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of gone pretty fast. Like it's it's gone significantly better than I would have expected. Like it does not feel like it's been two months since the last sporting event. Well, it hasn't technically because we just had the UFC event, and oh, we've you, had you know what I mean a few drafts and. But other than that stuff, yeah, I mean, because we should, because normally we'd be in the middle of two different league playoffs. Right now, you know. Well, anyways, um, we got some actual kind of sports stuff to talk about. We uh, we got it, it's it's weird. So like it's it, it is sports related, but it's all about like sports coming back. So let's start with uh, let's start with Blake Snell because he made some comments on Twitter that a lot of people weren't happy with. He did, yeah. That is one hundred percent what happened. Yes. Well, his argument was he doesn't want to play on reduced pay because you know he's putting himself at risk. Honestly, I know a lot of people gave him shit, and I know, um, and people are like, "Oh, dude, you're you know you're you you play a professional sport, you're a millionaire, stop bitching," but like. Would you go back to work on half pay? I wouldn't. Well, right now I'm not employed, so half pay for well, me is I mean, zero. But well, I mean, like you have a job that you work very hard at, um, and they want they want you to come back and risk you and your family's health for half pay. I do you feel good about that? I don't. Obviously not. But, like, at the same time, I understand why the, the organizations are going on the prorated pay method, which they already agreed to. So that's, like, you get paid based on the number of games. So they're already getting, you know, about half of their paycheck. I mean, yeah, they want to cut the season in half, which yeah, they so might they're have to. Pay, well, they're going to. I mean, if they're going to get the season I mean, yeah, we might get zero games. I'm, I'm speaking best case scenario here. We're gonna get you know a short like half a season. At best, which even then, I don't even know if that's a, that's gonna happen. But um, geez, imagine if we got a full season and we had like double headers going into December. what? We no, they no. I promise I mean, you saying, that would not I'm happen. Saying, imagine, I'm, I, I know it's not gonna happen, but imagine. we couldn't because you know how many of those teams? <laughs> Do you know how many of those teams would have snow delay problems? 
Dude, I'm just saying, baseball in December, it, it could work. No, it couldn't. It would, be, it would be ugly, but you could make it happen. You would basically have to do what, like, the NFL does and send, like, every all those big games, like, like the big World Series and all that stuff down south. Well, it doesn't even really work for baseball because the World Series plays, like, at both stadiums. Yeah. It's not like the Super Bowl where, like, it's predetermined a few years in advance. Yeah, but, like, what if, like, a team in, like, the Northeast or, like, you know, like, you know, Colorado or something. I mean, Colorado wouldn't make Colorado it. Colorado already, but... yeah, already gets snow during uh, baseball season sometimes. Yeah, that's the thing. Now we're in December. <laughs> you know, it, it Even get, worse. Get, snow, get snow plows on the base paths. <laughs> like the like the infamous plow little snow kick. I, I'm surprised like, you would have brought that up because I wouldn't have even brought that up. I, I uh, that That's a, uh, that's an oldie. That is, a, that is a boomer boomer highlight. I, I'm pretty sure that was like that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. Um, but Blake Snell. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, but, um, that. Yeah, so Blake Snell, he's obviously not happy with the thought of playing for even less than the players' association already agreed with. Um, here's my thing. I'm not annoyed with the fact that like baseball players are making less. I'm more annoyed that, like, the owners, they already agreed with the players' union on what is a fair pay, but now they're trying to lowball them even further. That's where I'm annoyed. When's the last time baseball's done something right? Um, that's a great question. I mean, juicing the balls was pretty fun. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It made the game. I mean, it was fun. It was it was funner. I mean, they should have left him in the playoffs, but I, I, I think I, I, can we consider that like making the right decision by juicing the balls? Or I don't know. I don't think it's right, but I I understand it. I I mean, I can't say that it's wrong to say that like, hey, let's make offense more prevalent in the games by making the balls, you know, more. Yeah, but. Not, now I now I have to consider the argument. If you're just going to juice the balls, then what's the big problem with Barry Bonds? Like, he juiced, okay, now you're juicing the balls, so he would have just done this shit anyway. You know, I mean, I mean, we're both pro Barry Bonds to the Hall of Fame anyways, so like... I know, but... I, I know you're just kind of being devil's advocate there, but... I don't know. It's. It, I just think it's. I, I don't know. Juice balls makes the game more fun. I guess it does. I mean, yeah, maybe. Eat baseball purist. Us. Haha. <laughs> bar go. Yeah. Ball go far. Oh my god. Ball hit back. Go far. No, I. I don't. I don't really know how I feel about the juice balls, but. I do think if we're going to use them, they should be used in the playoffs, too. I I would think that if you're ever going to have juice balls, it would at least be in the playoffs. Only the playoffs. That's, that's the wired take. <laughs> juice balls, but only in the playoffs. I mean, at the bare minimum, like, think about it. You know, you got... You know, you got crazy offense. Honestly, though, you're getting mad ratings. Okay, but think about it, though. Actually, this kind of makes sense because yeah, you can juice the balls all you want, but ain't nobody watching a hundred sixty-two game season. I don't care how much you juice. I don't care if you let them use fucking drop ten bats. They're not. No one's watching a hundred sixty-two game season. Full all the way through. Bryce, here's my next proposal: drop ten bats with the juice balls in the home run derby in the All Star game. In the All Star, or in the All Star game, only the All Star game, and home run derby, just to, just to test it out, you know. And if if it if it goes good, maybe implement it into the full game. <laughs> and not the worst idea the All Star game would ever do. And the fucking winner would have home field advantage. I mean, I I don't mind the idea of giving the All Star game some sort of meaning, but no. No, it shouldn't have any meaning. It's, I I like I like giving him something to play for, but at the same time, 
Not bad. Not home field advantage of the World Series. Yeah, no, that's... They did that for too long. That that didn't go away that long ago either. Yeah, when did they did they stop doing it? What like twenty fourteen? I think it was, I like think that? it was twenty fourteen. It was twenty fourteen. That uh, definitely definitely been interesting. It definitely lasted way too fucking long. I mean, dude, imagine if the Pro Bowl was like that. Like, well, I guess it doesn't really matter for home field for the NFL. With the Super Bowl, but like, what do you mean, like? So like, the winner of the Pro Bowl would host the Super Bowl, but then I remembered, wait, it's neutral site. Yeah, it's neutral site, so no. I mean, technically, it can't. I, I don't know. I don't think it's ever happened. It hasn't. Yeah, I know. I know. But, what you're about to say. Yeah, um, it almost the closest did. we've gotten. It was the Vikings Super Bowl Fifty Two with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Like, if they didn't shit the bed against the Eagles, they would add home yeah. field advantage in the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know about home field advantage, but... You mean it's in their stadium? Yeah, but there's really no home field advantage in the NFL, per se, like... What? Because it... All right, so think about this. Think about this. It's it's home... Home field advantage doesn't... I mean, it, all right, it kind of does matter, but it, it it's not nearly as big of a deal as it is in, like, the MLB, where, like, every stadium's a different dimensions. You still have the same dimensions for, like, an NFL stadium... And like it, it's the same field. It's just in a different place. Uh, and especially in minute, especially in Minnesota, where like it's it's a dome. It, it, the only thing that would really matter is like the crowd. But even then, it's like the Super Bowl. So you're gonna get tons of Patriots fans and tons of Vikings fans in this case, and just tons of people in general. It's not like you know it's gonna be strictly Vikings fans like it would be for a regular season game or something like that. I mean, I, I disagree with that. I don't disagree with, like, the fan arrangement, but I disagree that home field doesn't matter in football. I think that is I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but, like, I think I think just the thought of having home field is significantly overblown, in my opinion. I disagree with that, especially in, like, non-Super Bowl situations, like AFC playoffs or NFC playoffs. Playoffs, it, it can have an impact, especially if it's like an open if it's an open stadium, sure. Because like, so like if you're going from like Kansas City to New England, because I'll just go off a, uh, a couple of years ago where this was like a kind of a big deal. Kansas City was a lot warmer than it was in Foxborough, so that can have an impact on how you play. Because obviously you're not gonna like you know pass a ton in a snow or just really cold game, but where it's warmer, you might be able to air it out a little bit more. Um, so it, when it comes to weather like that, I, yeah, there, there is some sort of an effect, but I, I think in, when it comes to like a dome stadium, so like, you know, if you're going to like Minnesota, Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, Indianapolis, I don't think there's as big of a, as big of an impact on home field advantage. I mean, I don't know. I don't know maybe I'm just stupid, but. I don't know. I, I think definitely by circumstance, because you had the the twelfth man thing when they designed the stadium to funnel in the fan noise uh, in Seattle. All right. Well, that's that's just um, that's just outright cheating at that point. It's not. That's actually genius. Piping piping in fan noise? It's not piping in fan noise because the fans oh, are thought, piping I thought, in I thought, you said, I thought you said piping in fan no. noise like what the Falcons did. No. No, because that's that's cheating. No, now. that's like, cheating. No, yes, that's cheating. But I was talking about the Seahawks stadium design. I mean, all right. Yeah, that's... All right, you know what? Good point. I'll give you that. That's a good point. Um. Yeah, but I think the Vikings did that too, actually. Piping in fan noise? Yeah, I think they did. I don't know if they. I, I don't remember them doing that. It, is might that is a hilarious concept, by the way. The fact that an NFL team would do that. Yeah, no, that's that is uh, honestly of all the, the cheating scandals we've seen, the Falcons getting like they got a big penalty for that too. I think they lost a third for that, and they got fined like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, that's nothing to them, but. Don't want to lose a third overall pick. 
or third round pick, not third overall pick. Yeah, no, if they lost the third overall pick, Kevin. I actually want to know what what is the highest draft pick that's ever been taken? Because I know the Patriots lost pick thirty two for Spygate back in the 08 draft. You lost your first. Didn't you lose your first for the Deflategate? Oh fuck, we lost we lost the first for Deflategate yeah. too. That was also thirty two, but the big one I remember was Spygate. Um, you know, I'm actually gonna look that up. Highest draft pick taken. I'm I'm very curious about this. If I can find it real quick. This is very riveting. The NFL, the NFL has a link, but it's broken. So cool. So we just did all that for nothing. Awesome. I mean, one Google search (laughs) isn't exactly a ton of work, but I mean. Um. Yeah, I guess that one's gonna be a mystery. I don't know. I don't know what the highest overall pick taken from penalty was. Maybe it was thirty-two, but I I doubt it because thirty-two is not really that high. I mean, it's it's pretty high when you think about it. Like, I can't think of that many teams losing a first-round draft pick except for the Patriots, who have somehow done it twice. But um, I don't know. That's weird. Speaking of the NFL, though. Speaking um, of the NFL. So they have a maybe plan in place. It's actually kind of in development, I guess, where they want to reward um, teams for hiring more minority positions at head coach and general manager um, by boosting their pick overall. In the third round, I think they want to boost their third. I think it was the third round, and then uh, I saw something that like there was going to be a sixth round implication too, but I might have just be remembering it wrong. But it's it, it is the third round that they're looking at, which is an interesting idea. Um, I mean, I I guess if you want to make it an impact, okay. So here it is. So it's not it has nothing to do with the sixth round, but um. If you hire a minority head coach, you get to move up six spots in the third round. And if you hire a minority GM, you move up ten spots. So in theory, if you hire a minority yeah, head coach sixteen and GM, spots, you could move up halfway through the third. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that's... That could be a lot. Although I'm wondering, how does that work for teams? Like, let's say your team has, like, the fifth pick in the third round, but you hire a new black head coach... How does that work? Because like you're not going to move into the second round, right? No. Or would you? You may you might move up to one, probably. Maybe I I have no idea how it's going to work. I don't know. It's very. They need to fine tune it more, but I do like the idea. Um. And a lot of people would say, "Oh, just you know." Well, I mean, a lot of people obviously would give the argument and just hire the best available. It doesn't matter what the race is. Well, the thing is, like, this isn't a brand new idea that just the NFL just spawned. There's many companies that would hire minorities just to say they have minorities on their staff. So it's not, and you know, they didn't invent this. Um, I don't hate the implication. I think it it's fine. And they're, it's not yeah, like they're I'm, forcing I'm, them. I mean, it's just an incentive. I mean, I know that uh, teams already, you know, sometimes if they have their, if they have their mindset on a guy, they'll interview someone just to fill the Rooney Rule requirement. Which I mean, that's eh. the Rooney Rule. I don't think has really worked out all that well. It's a good idea, and I'm all for you know more diversity in coaching. But the Rooney Rule pretty much welcomed the uh, thought of, hey, let's interview one black head coach, even though we have our mindset on one guy already, just to fill out this Rooney Rule, just you know, get his hopes up, you know, maybe see, hey, 
this is a this could be our guy, but in reality he's just saying, all right, yeah, we're just you're, you're our token here, and then then we're just going with our guy. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much insulting. Yeah, this is insulting. It's I I'm not 100 percent sure that this plan is the way to improve uh, coaching diversity in the NFL. Well, I mean. But I'm all for the idea of getting well, that's, in the league. Well, the thing about the Rooney rule is it's just an interview. This is if you actually hire them, you know? Exactly, um, yeah. Like, you can't just hire a head coach and, like, tell them, yeah, you're just, you know, you're just here for the for the head, for the pick boost. Like, it's not how that works. You actually need to be a head coach, you know? I mean, all right. Think about this. This this would be fucked. Imagine they hire a black coach and a black GM just to get the draft pick boost, but then they get fired after the draft. I mean, th- that could happen. I mean, I mean, it could happen. I, I obviously I don't think a team would be stupid enough to do that because. Oh, that would be. Because well, they wouldn't. Oh, cause, yeah, we would. We people would be on their ass, hundred percent. Because that's that's just blatant. Would you, would you put it beyond some of these? Uh, no, I 100% would not put it beyond a lot of these. Numbers. I mean, tell me that doesn't sound like a Redskins thing. That sounds exactly like what Jerry Jones is planning right now. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Jerry Jones or Dan Snyder or... I mean, yeah. There's a lot of scumbags in there. <laughs> the NFL is like almost strictly scumbags at the executive level. Um, But... I mean, I like it. I I kind of want to see how it goes. I want to. I want it more fine tuned. Like I want more details about it as well. Because like that that question you brought up earlier was actually a good point. Like if a team has a you know the fifth pick in the third round and they have a minority head coach, and how, if they move up six, does that mean they move into the second round? Like is there just a pick thirty three of the second round? I don't know. You know, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. We'll see. They got to fine-tune um, They do have to fine-tune it. And my thinking is, like, a way they could circumvent that is, like, it, maybe it could carry over into the next draft. Or, like, if they get the first pick in the third round, maybe that applies to their fourth-round draft picks. I don't know. I think it gets a little messy at that point. But that's just an idea I have. I don't know. I'm not getting paid money to think of it. No, so. we're not. If you want, if you want to pay me to think of ideas like this, I'm more than willing to. I got nothing going on. I think definitely pay us free ninety nine. You know free I mean? ninety nine, baby. Free ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, bad. Um, and then we had one more sports thing. Um, one more sports thing. What are we well, I want to ask you. It's basically just a question on everyone's mind. Uh, I mean, we, we, we see a lot of this stuff happening with the NBA Players Association, and they all want to come back, obviously. But, I don't know, do you think the NBA season, or even, I guess we can uh, pull them together, because it's kind of the same boat right now. Do you think the NBA and NHL season should resume at any point, or should they just can it? I really hope they do come back, like obviously in a safe manner. Um, do I? They're not going to. No, that if they come back, no, no chance. chance there's going to be no any chance fans at all at, any, at either of those. Um, do I see him coming back? I could see him doing something because you know you see like the NFL. The NFL is cleared to come back at like the end of May, I believe, for like you know training camp activity, certain certain activities. At the end of May, I believe was uh, what Goodell said in the memo. Um, baseball right now is looking to come come for. Uh, I think they're set to start the Fourth of July if these negotiations uh, work out. But obviously, there's a couple things I still need to sand out there. Uh, for the NHL and NBA, I'm really hoping that they can make. Well, this the happen. problem is with. The MLB, um, 
they're missing out on like the beginning of their regular season. Um, the the NFL didn't miss out on any season at all at this point. Because even even without the coronavirus, we the the NFL would have went on as normal. Um, the thing about the NHL and NBA is their seasons got halted right before playoff time. Um, and normally, obviously, you would see very intense end of the regular season play and then going into the playoffs. I mean, there's... I mean, right now, we'd be we'd be a couple rounds into, the, into both playoffs. We would be nearing the conference finals of both of these uh, sports. Um... But my problem is, if you do bring them back, now you have another question. Do you go right into the playoffs? Or do you, you know, have a little bit of regular season left? Because the reality is, if you go right into the playoffs, that level of play is going to be horrible. Um, it's going to be... Well, I don't think they're going to go right in the playoffs. And, I mean, obviously they're going to have like some time to practice and everything. So it's not like they're going to go... like. From sitting on their asses on the couch to playing in well, the playoffs. All right, so, yeah, but there's no game situation then, and that's even even if like you're still not playing any games. Yeah, uh, I I think for safety reasons, I think they would jump right into playoffs. Um, I haven't actually looked at the standings, so I don't know what the playoffs would look like, like certain implications for certain teams. But um, I I think. It just if they want to get the playoffs done, I don't think they can even bother having the regular season, just to make sure. Because let's say the season ends in the like you know let's say they have to stop it again, they get nothing out of that. They get a couple extra regular season games, but that's really it. Yes. I mean, I know. I guess the same you, thing. You, is that you just get a few they, playoff games, and that's it. You get a few playoffs games in too, yeah. But I think at least by going straight to playoffs you can at least expedite the process of getting two playoffs more so that you minimize the risk of down the line. All right, so if there's if there's coronavirus later on and you already played the regular season, well, what happens when... What if, like, the certain amount of games that you played, if that was all playoffs, what if the playoffs would already be over by now? So I think they're going to go I mean, to the playoffs. I guess they would kind of be forced to. And I mean, obviously, there's no, there's no question that there's going to be no fans in those arenas. I mean, that's just obvious. Um, I mean, I get, I think it's possible. Do I think they should? Probably not. Um, they really just got screwed over on timing. Really, I mean, it's it's a shitty, shitty time for this to happen. Um, they lost out on a lot of, a lot of revenue. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I know the players want to play obviously cause it's what they do, but I, why take that risk? I mean, cause even if, right. Cause no matter what happens with the NBA or NHL, like no matter what happens, everyone, no one's going to actually like fully respect the result of that you know like no one's gonna like people are gonna use the um this happening as like the asterisk there's gonna be a huge asterisk on whatever happens you know yeah i guess and i mean i I don't know if there's necessarily a right way to go about this i mean everyone someone's gonna be unhappy with it regardless but I don't know. I, I would like to at least see some sort of playoffs. Even even if they do an abbreviated playoffs for both sports, so like maybe for the for the NBA, like maybe only the top four teams advance, and then like for the NHL, maybe for each, then maybe they do. Now like, you're pissing uh, more people off. You know, you might. It, I don't like the idea either, but like if you're gonna expedite it. Now you're pissing. Now you're pissing a whole eight other teams off, and you've already pissed off teams that were, you know, fringe playoff teams and could have made a run at a, at a final spot. I mean, there's gonna be 
thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people upset about whatever decisions made, realistically. Fuck it. Let's just see Giannis versus LeBron in a one-on-one. And whoever wins gets seven, a ring. Seven-game series. Yeah, whoever wins that gets sure. the titles. I mean, there's not even... Even saying that is risky, because now you're implying that, like, the Lakers and Bucks would even make the finals, which, I mean, my... my Honestly, I'd probably say it'd be Clippers, Bucks, but I mean, I'd... you know what? Fuck it. Let's just give Giannis a ring. You know, honestly, I'm just I'm just pissing off more. I'm just trying. To that piss would off piss off at this point. Like, if if you're going for the piss everyone off route, that that is the way. Just like, just give Gian, just hand Giannis a ring. <laughs> and it's only Giannis too. Like, yeah, only Giannis. Like, you know, they got like. Giannis gets like this really fancy ring, and everyone else just gets ring box. Great. So now I'm pissing off guys on the Bucks too. <laughs> so now the only person happy on the planet is Giannis. Great. Yes. I think we just came up with it. I think we can pack it up and go home. Dude, we should be we should be yep, marketing that, executives yep. for like, the NBA. We we just figured it out. We just figured out how. Certainly, that wouldn't lose more business than Daniel Morey. You know, I mean, it can't really do much worse than pissing off the entire Chinese government. Yeah, but you know what? I don't give him shit for that. I let, I let that slide. Oh, no, no. He was, a, he was uh, totally I in the right. Sh- I, I, I can prop. Dude, what if, what if the Chinese government created the coronavirus in response to Daryl Morey pissing him off over Hong Kong? I mean, well, the first no, half of that is what some people actually believe. Um I wouldn't be shy. A lot of that's more than you would like, actually. Um, but I, I, I don't think that's what happened. I don't even. I think that that is a very interesting conspiracy theory to even entertain. They did this because of the NBA. You know, I mean, yeah, the NBA caused coronavirus, and Rudy Gobert is secretly a Chinese no, agent. But. Kind of funny, much. It's funny to think about. Man, I, I mean, the first, like I said, the first half of that is when people actually believe that. So, I mean, it, it's it's not nearly as bad to think that the Chinese government had something to do with this as the people saying that like the five G towers have something to do with it. <laughs> the five G tower, uh, the. I mean, I know that everyone that says that is a boomer that doesn't understand how technology works, but, like... I remember Dave tweeted about getting 5G, and I DM'd him, like, let me know if you get sick. <laughs> oh, man, what a, what a time. God. People thinking that 5G cellular towers are giving you coronavirus. I don't, I, no, I don't I, think... I remember when people would meme about, like, those sort of things. I don't think it's... Like... The 5G gives you coronavirus. I think the 5G, it's just like, it's just radiation poisoning, not coronavirus. I mean, I've heard people say that, like, COVID comes from it 5G doesn't. towers. It doesn't. That's not how no, any of this works. But... <laughs> I wonder how that even started. I, 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 I'm i I'm going to put some money down that this As started... A joke. Yeah, like four like chan or something, and then some boomer Reddit saw it, posted it to Facebook, and then it just kind of spread throughout. I could see Facebook. that. I I, I honestly kind of like that reality. It, you see that the scary part is that's probably what happened. Four chan is place. terrifying. Yeah. Although sometimes they're pretty cool. Like, did you ever hear that story of how um? They use like pictures of an ISIS base, and they like manage to track the position of the sun or something. And then they use the geography of that region, and they send it to the Russian government so that the Russian army just bombed the shit out of the ISIS base. That that is one of the most Russian stories I've ever heard in my life. No, it was a, it was like American 4chan kids, and they were just bored. So they were like, "Hey, let's bomb some ISIS." Let's guys. dox ISIS. They Literally doxed, doxed ISIS. ISIS. Awesome. 
honestly one that, of my favorite that's stories hilarious. <laughs> that's actually really funny. 4chan is just it's something. If people think Reddit bad, oh my. No, no, Reddit is like no, no that that's uh, that's 4chan with I mean let's let's Reddit's not a good place, but I mean Reddit's Reddit's alright. It, it's it depends. there are definitely it's bad bad ideas. Um, but um, 4chan no, 4chan 4chan is the worst yeah, that's terrible. On the internet. You're not gonna be there. Dude, we're about to get our information leaked on. Are we? Maybe, probably not. I mean, maybe you because I I that tend to you, be the one. That gets you just get that docs for no reason. We've brought that up a lot during quarantine on the podcast, actually. That, at least yeah, like I, twice. We brought it up at least yeah. twice. The second, well, the second one was funny though. Oh, that's that was that was, was funny. Like I was a little scared the first time because I was like, "All right, wait a second. But then the second that time, that was, was funny. Like, oh, yeah, you're just you're so mad that I just <laughs> beat you and your entire team, and it's, I don't know. I, I that one was, was funny, hundred percent. But um. Apparently, all you have to do to get docs nowadays is drop a lot of kills. I mean, that was, that was it back in the day, too. Actually, back in the day, they didn't dox you. They just fried your router. <laughs> that, there's that old Beast Caucasian tweet where, uh, you know, you go, like, you drop 30 kills in League Play or something. The next that thing was, you know, your grandma's grocery that, list is going to write Mako. off over. Mm-hmm. Mako? Mm-hmm. Was it Mako? I, I, I could have sworn it was Beast, but, you know. But yeah, no, it was. That, that's it, the point is, is like that was true. Oh yeah, they were. I got Black Ops Two League play. Oh my god, it was, was not was safe. Something. It was really not safe. <laughs> it was something else. You... Oh, I remember I ninjaed a few someone in a search and destroy match sometime, and I heard some of the most vile things I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, that was Black Ops Two, man. Black Ops Two for me was like that was like. When I was watching like Vanos gaming and shit, and oh, I was Vanos gaming and KYS definitely speedy. some speedy in there. Um, I still actually watch. I still I watch. Speedy I don't watch either of those guys anymore. But I remember. Well, Vanos doesn't upload anymore. Well, he might, but he got I don't know. I huge. Think I spread, but... Didn't he? Like, doesn't he like Vanos? Yeah, he got. He's got, he's got like Jesus twenty mil. Christ, but. Like I remember I would always like mimic that shit on the game. Like I would always pull that shit. Like do the do the funny ass trolls and shit. So I wanted to be Thanos. Yeah, I always wanted to be KYR Speedy. So I like really got into ninja defusing and things like that. And I was pretty good at it too. I had a lot of fun with it. But um Those were better days. <laughs> they really were better days. Oh man. Back back when Call of Duty was like you know back when Call of Duty updates weren't the size of games. No, literally. I mean, like this last update for Modern Warfare is like twenty gigabytes. I'm pretty sure Black Ops it's Two, like, it's like with 15. all its DLC, was maybe was maybe twenty gigabytes. So you're telling me this one in this one update, which was like you know a little bit of weapon tuning, uh, and like a new LMG and a new map. Actually, I don't think a new map was even. So in they put a game. weapon. Wait, they put a weapon in the game and, and like nerf. Weapon tuning and like they they updated. You know what? There might actually have been a new map because they're adding hard hat. I don't know what in this the season. Fuck that means. Whatever that fucking means. Hard hat from Modern Warfare Three. Oh, okay. I think I remember. The construction site map. I don't. So now when now when the when the when they say enemy at the construction site, it, you're literally at the construction site. It's awesome. I don't think I remember hard. Oh, you gotta remember Hardhead. It was one of the best maps in Mar. In- I remember in the the map with the um. It was like a little. It was a village. I remember that. Yeah, that's that. It, that was that was called village. village. <laughs> Great. 
Yes. I remember the little, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like a little, it was a city and he had like the, you can go through the alleyways and shit. Uh, there was two of those. There was lockdown and a uh, downturn. One was like one was like in Prague, and the other one was in New York City. I forgot which one was which. Um, I don't remember a lot about MW3, but I do remember Clan Wars. I played a lot of Clan Wars. Oh, Clan Wars was so much fun. I didn't play on my Modern Warfare three, but the game I did a ton of Clan Wars stuff on was actually Advanced. I did it too. That. We had a clan and we we would get on group me every night and we'd be like texting each other like, all right, hey, we got this going on tonight. Um, We have to get this certain amount of domination (laughs) by the end of the week. Um, And we had to play other game modes too. So like we play like capture the flag and uh, some of the more obscure modes. And uh, we usually got whooped because there were guys that took clan wars super seriously but uh, everyone they did yes they did i remember though call of duty elite was the shit yeah didn't really work that well but it was it was was super slow but it was i i have nostalgia for call of duty elite man oh yes oh i miss those days i remember i miss when my biggest problem was completing a challenge on call of duty I I miss getting I miss when like the thing that stressed me out the most in life was the fact that I was I couldn't get the last bloodthirsty for gold camo. <laughs> I miss when bloodthirsties were hard to get. Dude, it, it, uh, modern warfare, you don't even need to get bloodthirsties anymore. You just need to get three kill streaks. <laughs> like which like that's you play an hour in shipment and boom, you got all of them done. Yeah. Like it's it's not even fun going for gold camo anymore. It's crazy. Dude, I I've gotten like twenty of the guns gold, and it's like I don't it even, just feels like I don't a chore at this point. Gold. I don't think I went for any golds, but I just I'm kind of glad that I was as young as I was playing Black Ops Two. Cause like I mean, yeah, like if I was if it came out and I was twenty then, like yeah, I'd be good at it, and yeah, I'd enjoy of the game, but. I just like I, I can't see myself having nostalgia because, oh, if Black Ops Two, if I was twenty then, I would be twenty eight now. So, I don't know if I'd have nostalgia for a video game I played at twenty. I mean, maybe, I might actually. We're gonna find out with some of these games. Yeah, no, that's scary to think about. I mean, so okay, so I'll be twenty one in about a month, and. I, I played my first video game when I was about six years old. It was Madden 06. So, like, uh, I'd, I'd have to get a GameCube and I'd have to get that. But, I mean, I wonder. I honestly wonder if that game still holds up. I mean, I know it's Madden, Madden so, like, six. it's not like year to year it changes very much. But, like, I'm trying to imagine, like, when I'm, when I'm like, 30, how's Call of Duty Black Ops going to hold oh, up? Oh, Call of Duty Black Ops, we're a good, you know... 10, 9, 10 years away from being 30, so I, I mean, I'm Black Ops came out when I was 10, so I mean, I don't know how we're going to think about that 20 years later, you know? Yeah, maybe maybe we'll just see how the Pokemon games hold up. I think that'll be a little more closer to the, <laughs> the Pokemon games. I remember my first my first game on the PS3 was MLB 09, the show. MLB the show 09. Um, to be honest, I'm playing MLB the show 09 uh, 11 at this point. <laughs> uh, EA needs to bring back MVP Baseball. I know they're not going to, but they need to. Well, I mean, well, the thing is, even if EA, it's not like I trust them, you know? They're just going to make it some microtransaction bullshit. Dude, I'll play an MVP baseball game with microtransactions. Yeah, you say that. I would. Say if you run into your, you know, fifth fucking Galaxy Opal Mike Trout. I don't think that's the EA thing. I'm pretty sure the the Opal, all that, I'm pretty sure that's 2K. I don't know, I don't play 2K. 
I'm terrible. I gave up on. I gave up on 2K. I actually gave up. I've gave. I've given up on EA Sports. I've given up on uh, 2K. Really. Um, the only EA game I'm playing right now is NHL. That's only for the I mean, career mode. Like I don't. I don't really play Madden anymore. I still have a career mode on Madden that I dabble in occasionally, but that's it. Are you good? Twenty one. Um, I actually haven't decided yet. I'm still kind of thinking about it. I'm not really sure I want to get 21, because what's the point? It's just, they're not worth it. They really aren't. It, it's I mean, just, they're just lazy. Like, the games are lazy. The game has not changed since... You could put in Madden 17 and Madden 20 and play the same game. The roster update. Bro. The roster update and now like there's abilities in twenty, but like the abilities half of them don't even work. The other half are like disgustingly broken. They've never been good with balancing game mechanics. Nah. I mean, if you've played a game of Madden twenty against someone with an enforcer, you know how you know how that goes. That's the thing about two K too. Two Ks get really bad about their about their game. Oh uh, really? Oh yeah, twenty is really just nineteen. Oh, sick. They just basically threw nineteen up and made you pay sixty dollars for it again. I remember when people were saying that about like Modern Warfare three compared to Modern Warfare two, but like That wasn't uh, true. <laughs> that that wasn't true. Uh, MW three and MW two, that's like you could tell they were different games at least. I, you know what? For MW three being rushed it's a very solid game, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh... I, I forgot what I was going to say, but um, they're, they're both solid games. I know MW3 had a lot of issues. Yeah. I mean, they all got a lot of issues. Sometimes the gameplay's good enough to ignore them, though. Yeah, if they're good. That's, uh, that's always the big part. They haven't has been the case in a long time. I mean, Black Ops 3 is decent. That's also like five years ago. Yeah, that's that's wild to think about. I mean, Modern Warfare has got its good parts. It's also got its bad parts, but... It's got many bad parts. The goods <laughs> are really good. The bads are really bad. I don't think there's many good. I mean, I the only things I really liked about Modern Warfare were gunfight, and that was really it. I only gunfight, liked gunfight. Gunfight's solid. Um, I like I like the gunplay for the most part. I like how it feels. Eh, some guns. It the kick like so like guns handle. It doesn't feel like. It, it feels more realistic in terms of like how guns perform. Um, I also like the customization a lot. Like, I need to reiterate how much I love the customization on guns when it comes to, like, how many different attachments you can run and how everything kind of has its own benefits and drawbacks, so you kind of need to build around that. And, uh, I think some of the maps are really good. That was just, that was one of my biggest problems with the game on release was the map selection. Well, that's horrible. the thing. The maps are pretty bad if they're not good. Yeah, there's no mid-maps. There's only good maps and horrible maps. I mean, you got, like, Gunrunner and Hackney Yard as, like, really good maps. Gunrunner was my favorite. I know Gunrunner was your favorite. Gunrunner's probably my favorite, too. But then you got really bad maps, like... Piccadilly, you Piccadilly. Oh, I enjoyed Pick. I enjoyed Piccadilly at first. I hate it now. Oh, I remember. I'm like, dude, how could you even say anything positive about Piccadilly Circle, man? And we both it hated is. as your cave. No, as your cave was demo. Really bad. From the demo, we dude. I remember. We're, I remember we would play. We were playing the beta, and yeah. we only get as your cave, and it was like, oh, we'd be pissed. We <laughs> we'd be pissed. Azure Cave got me to the point where I was debating not even getting the game. It was bad. I mean, I had it pre-ordered at that point. I did. Well, I did too, but I was like, all right, I'm just going to cancel my pre-order. <laughs> I it got to that point. Yeah, that's a bad map. I don't know why they'd even put that in the beta. I don't know how they signed off on it. I don't know how it's a map. <sighs> I don't know. I'm also not a fan that they only had six maps at launch. 
That, yeah, like, that was bad. You had two really good maps, and then, like, you had two bad maps, and then, like, two really bad maps. <laughs> you paid, you That's basically like, paid $60 for two playable maps. For two playable maps. And a campaign that's while really good, it's a campaign, so it's not like it has a crazy. It's really not. It's really not that good. It's kind I, of, I like it. It's I just like it. It's really cookie cutter. Well, every every Call of Duty is pretty cookie cutter in terms of campaign, outside of like Black Ops Two, where like you know you had like the branching storylines. I would say original Modern Warfare was pretty good, to be honest. Like that. Well, story... modern, the original Modern Warfare, the thing about that was like it was a trilogy. We haven't really seen a trilogy. We've, I mean, yeah, we saw. We, we did. Outside of the Modern Warfare trilogy. No, Black Ops had one. Black Ops. But three okay, was horrible. World at War. Black Ops three had. I don't consider Black Ops three part of the Black Ops series. It right? is, but it's a horrible it, story. It, it 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 has nothing to do with that. It mentions <laughs> it really Menendez does. and it, it mentions Nova Six. Those are the only two connections it has to the original. In reality. It's got World at War, which, again, it only brings Reznov in. Reznov is a huge part of Black Ops 1, which... Alright, this, this should go without saying that there is a spoiler there, but I, the game's been out for a decade. Yeah, it's been out 10 years. You, you know you know what's up with Reznov. But, like, they mentioned him from World at War, but, like... I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel as much of a connection with World at War outside of Reznov, which is literally the only connection. So it really only feels like Black Ops One and Black Ops Two. You could you could have Black Ops One and Black Ops Two without World at War. It might be it, it's not as cool because you know you don't really know who Reznov is. Yeah. But um, I I mean you could have the two games without the World at War Reznov is my point. All I'm saying before we wrap the the podcast up, all I'm saying is. The only thing I remember about the BO3 story mode was having a mental breakdown playing the last mission. <laughs> Dude, that, that the campaign is just it's so trippy. It makes no sense. It's horrible. It's so bad. I didn't even bother with it. <laughs> I Although through it. I will say the nightmares mode where like you kill zombies instead of actual like human enemies, that was a cool touch. It, it had a co-op story. Yeah, but I I don't have friends, so I don't I didn't play the co-op. Yeah, that's really. a good point. I don't yeah, I don't think I that shit either. <laughs> I think it had realistic. I mean, that might have been the first game that had realistic. That was the first game that introduced realistic difficulty. So it did that at the least. I think every game since has had it. I don't know if every game has. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know if, I don't know if Infinite War. Warfare did, and I don't think World War Two did. But I know Modern Warfare today. Modern has. Warfare did, yeah. And I'm not replaying it on realistic because I already beat it on hard, and it's the same difficulty. All right. Well, before we go on another tangent about Call of Duty, uh, that's gonna do it for episode 92 of I'm Walking Here. You follow the podcast on Twitter. But is it episode 92 though? I think it is 92 because I looked on the Twitter and it said it was, episode 91 was the most recent one. Unless I didn't and I just, I bungle it for like a third straight week. No, I think it's 92. I actually think you're right. It is 92, yes. So yes, you got me that time. Alright, hell yeah. So, that's going to do it for episode 92. I'm walking here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beerizz, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a good